You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Hello and welcome again, everyone, to another edition of the Broadcast Geeks, number 206. If you're counting, I don't know, that's not a number that really jumps out in mind. Nothing really comes out, 206. So this is episode 206. I am, uh, once again, one of your three hosts this week, Jeff Albright. Matt Orange. And I'm Midnight Mitch Jones. <laughs> we did it. We're doing it. We're we're in a post-Snyder Cut world, gentlemen. Yes. The Snyder yeah. Cut is now officially a thing that exists. And it's almost like, what I like seeing- about it, though, some. It's almost like one of the mother boxes has like given us new life, like cyborg. Oh, because we've been more consistent <laughs> with recording recently. Yeah, and there's three of us, so it's like a, a mother box was like over <clears throat> each one of our homes and gave us a little zap into yeah. our uh, phones and computers, and we've been more consistent. So, well, the, yeah, Trinity. the Trinity, Matt, Wait. you're Batman, Jeff, you're Superman, and that makes me um, Diane Wonder Woman. You do have an American flag. Uh, <laughs> Headband on right now. Wonder Woman. A Willie Nelson kind of thing going on. Right. I have a question about Wonder Woman. So she's got this that that new move, the forearm blast. Is that something that she she always does? Like comics? Yeah. Her uh, bracelets, her bracelet, her her gauntlets are made out of Athena's shield. It absorbs energy and then can redirect it. Okay, so I saw her like doing a thing and it looked so like vibrant. her arms, it looked like her arms were glowing and then she channeled it into her uh, gauntlets, but maybe she just blocked a hit and then it like redistributed back in and then she shot it out. Okay. I don't know. I can't remember if I've seen that yet. I'm only up to part four, which is like <laughs> two hours in. <laughs> Yes, there didn't seem to be a new move with the gauntlets that they hadn't shown before. And she and did it then, twice. In the yeah, movie. she did it like twice, and then and then kind of digging down the rabbit hole, not specifically looking for that. And I haven't seen it yet, but they talk a lot about how in how if you watch this movie, Diana is very like she, you know, she chops Steppenwood. Stephen, well, I don't want to say. Uh, anyways, she's a little more violent. And she uses all her weapons and her tools. And in Wonder Woman 84, she doesn't use any weapons as far as outside of maybe the lasso, but no shield, no sword. Right. And, or gauntlets. Is that correct? I haven't seen Wonder Woman 84 yet. Um, I, don't, I don't recall. No, I think she, had... uses her, she uses her gauntlets at least once. In the yes. So maybe it was just whether the sword it's White House the shield. Fight? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. No, she doesn't have a sword and shield. But, I mean, this is like... I don't know. I've been I've scoffed at the Snyder Cut for so long, and now it's time for me to eat my hat and eat my words. And I am just having the best time with it. And I don't know if that's the quote unquote wrong opinion to have of this, but man, what a fucking movie, man! I love it. I'm enjoying it uh, more um, than I want, more than I thought I would. Me, me too, too, definitely. Me too. I specifically got HBO Max to so that I could watch this for this podcast. So don't ever think that we're not dedicated to you all, dear listener. Um, <laughs> but I've been, I was telling Matt, I, my new tradition is I will eat some edibles and I will wait until the crack of 2 a.m. And then I start watching Justice League. Wait for the dog. But I was, I've been keeping kind of some notes about kind of the things that I've noticed that are different. And it's gotten to the point where I was like, I can't even remember. I think I just blocked out the other version of Justice League. Yeah. Steppenwolf's different. His armor, his face. Oh, he's completely way different. I think I shared a post. I mean, Mitch, you have your own things you observe, but I shared a link on our thing that I won't bring up here and all the things. There's literally like 57 to 58 major, major, major plot points and visual aspects between the two different movies that are completely different almost. But anyway, go ahead. Well, I I was just going to start at the beginning because the first, I mean, uh, there was in the Justice League by Joss (laughs) Whedon. 
um there's that song that uh, it's like everybody knows man man everybody knows remember that one oh from, yeah. yeah everybody knows that's yeah. yeah that is everybody, um, knows. everybody knows what is his um, name god i can't think of it anyways go ahead it's uh, leonard Con- cohen leonard cohen yes well no but he yeah he does the original i think and then it got covered in cover. the 80s or 90s by like concrete blonde or something mm. well uh they got rid of they scrapped that beginning and now it just starts superman really game. hinges that you have to basically it's assuming that you're coming in hot from the end of batman v superman yes it's just starts I on love uh, that yeah it just As starts uh, with yeah he's just like oh, this little like shockwave of his of Superman's scream as he's being killed resonates out into the universe. Yeah. So that was yeah. the first thing that made me be like, because I, I have not watched this. We saw it together, all right, in the theater. I think Didn't so. We? Yeah. Most of us, uh, some some configuration of us saw it together in the theater. I'm pretty sure. And then I think I watched it one more time when it came out on that. Even been God, that was might, might have been so long ago. I was still collecting Blu-rays at the time, and mm. I think I purchased Justice League. And I might have been like, well, or wanted to. I don't even remember, but it was one of the last Blu-rays. I think I was after, and I saw it, and then just completely, excuse me, put it out of my mind, and. So I can't even remember it. I don't, this felt like the, a fresh movie for me. Excuse me. Like I, yeah. I, it was almost like a little bit of uh, what, you know, what do you call it? Jesus is so stupid. Uh, the matrix. When you see the black cat twice. Mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Deja vu every once in a while where I'd be like, haven't I seen this before? But mm-hmm. it, cause I'm, but it was really just hints of that. Um, I, I freaking loved it, man. And I'm not the biggest fan of J- Zack Snyder's style, produ- you know, movies. But I, I know what his style is going into it. And so, I, man, I freaking loved it. And I, I think Warner Brothers people are behind the scenes right now sweating, having serious conversations and serious contract negotiation talks. Or should we have these talks with these actors? And man, to me... They, I think they absolutely have to make a sequel. Maybe not two or three like Zack Snyder wanted, but maybe one nice little. They're not going to have Cyborg in it. Right. I don't know. Do you think? I don't. I mean, Warner He's Brothers himself back. isn't against him, right? This is a more of a thing against him. And is he is he going after Warner Brothers? Or is he more? going after Joss Whedon. No, he's not going after just Joss Whedon. His issue is with Jeff Johns, Walter Hamada, and Warner Brothers has, has backed them. So the whole company. Yeah, he's... Oh, he, no, Warner Brothers has backed him. His his issue, he's got a few issues, I believe. Like, with Joss and Whedon, he said the, there was the, a lot of just uh, uh, racial stuff. But with Jeff Johns... Ray Fisher, and, by the way, his name, right? Ray Fisher, Ray yeah. Fisher, yeah. yeah. Um, and then he went to, uh, I think it was like... Jeff Johns and Walter Hamada and they're, they they lied to him and they're just trying to and they're yeah they're just fucking with him. and and uh he's not they're not go. admitting fault for their actions yeah basically no accountability and he's not going to go back well so, Zack Snyder well is Zack Snyder's directing well I, I don't know but let me ask you something do you is Does he made him the hero of the movie does he and, seem and a little OP to you no Ooh, not cyborg? to me cyborg cyborg is OP, I mean like He's the definition of OP to me. Like he always has been. So to me, no. He's like a human Superman, but computer. Yeah, he's like Superman. He's like if Superman and Iron Man fuck and have a baby. Yeah. I think he's way more than that, though, because Tony Stark can't do exactly what Cyborg can do. No, because he's uh, like Cyborg living. Yeah, he's he's a he's a living being that is also an AI, basically. Like when he went into the internet and was like, saw that theoretical stack of money and was like, and like yep. brought and it, it just up. makes it real. Yeah. He just manipulated that girl's bank account. And, what, and, and the other totally thing about fucked it, her over in the future, <laughs> when they find out that someone defrauded the bank. Account. Like student loans. She's like, shit. Now, quick question. I know that he kind of saw that lady through the internet. Is that some person that has connection to him? as Victor Stone in his past life. I feel like it was more he, like an extension of the stretching out of his neighborhood to, th- to this place, to that place. And that was just one of the people in his neighborhood he might have saw first. But I don't, okay. I don't know. All right. Well, fair enough. I mean, it's pretty fucking cool. I think it's uh, the first time we've seen this sort of power set 
in a superhero movie. Like we might have seen some, you know, people interacting with computer programs in the Matrix and stuff, but uh, usually you don't get this in depth with what you can control. You know, like you're you're a technomancer at, at some point. You know? Oh yeah. Well, when I watch him on the cartoons, even even like literally like King Titans Go, I'm just like Cyborg can do literally anything he wants. Like it. Yeah, there is but that's no... a cartoon, and I allow for that. Well, kind of well stuff Matt, I mean, it's all a cartoon. It's no, all I, a comic I know stuff, that, yeah. but I, I feel like that cartoon is just very. Um, not satirical, well, but very. Well, over I'm just the saying, top. I'm using that as the lowest equation of. But he seems, seems like, too powerful. All right. I, I don't know. I don't know if I like the the power set that he's working with. Now, does that when I, I don't, don't think he does either, though. I think that's why they made him so powerful is that he doesn't like it either. He he's uncomfortable, and I felt that for the same cyborg in um, the Doom Patrol. Like he was uncomfortable with his power and what his power could potentially become like right. i could almost make that connection of that doom patrol cyborg becoming the doom patrol cyborg we see even though it, it doesn't make sense like story-wise but like kind of just like the growth pattern of cyborg yeah i just i mean he's a little op yeah i don't know all right so wait what, yeah. else, what other changes you got there mitch so right at the beginning change the beginning then when bruce finds arthur curry in that oh, village yeah. That trek they kept the- in one of the most hated lines I've ever had, or, or that I had issue with in the original one was where he's just like, just like a bat. You're out of your mind, Bruce Wayne. So don't count on it, Batman. It's like, dude, stop with the fucking secret identity. All right. Like, I know these are just it, like what? I thought that he trimmed it a little bit. I swear to God, because right. I know you hated it so much. And when I watched it, I, I was waiting for it. And it seemed like they cut off like the end when he says the Batman. I think he just uh, says Bruce Wayne. Well, he when they're w- doing their little walk and talk, he's just like, don't count on it, Batman. And then he, right before he, when he's standing in the water, he's like, you're out of your mind, Bruce Wayne. And then he's like, just like a bat. And then he fucking okay, hops okay. in the water and gets away. But then they also change it where he doesn't like Sonic Boom swim away like he does in the original version. And they have that little, like all their villagers sing that little sea chanty at him. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, one thing I was wishing they would change is the bubbles because in Aquaman, they don't need the bubble to be built to the talk speak. underwater. Right. And in this, they still use it. And I thought he would get rid of that, which he did not. Because mm. So that's a weird kind of disconnect. So when when is uh aquaman set in relation to justice league is it like right after it well i'm, I'm pretty sure momoa said that aquaman uh like basically the joss whedon justice league is now in it's non-canon so aquaman is a sequel canon. to this movie the snyder cut right you're saying it, it is canon he said it is canon now he says that the Zack Snyder can't just basically uh, that he Kenny powers the other Josh, we the Joss Whedon uh, Justice League. So Joss Whedon Justice League, you're fucking out. Zack and Zack Snyder, you're yeah. fucking in. That's what it should be because it makes a binge way more interesting if you're going to yeah. watch all the movies together. And then, you know, it just it gives the characters way more depth. So I have a question or for you guys that I saw. It's not my question, but I saw it on uh, Twitter. Uh, it's an actually a, a, literally a response that has gone uh, worldwide about Aquaman drinking the whiskey and then throwing the bottle down and smashing it on the pier or on the beach yeah, as before a... he jumps in the water. Yeah. But Aquaman's biggest thing is no littering, especially the ocean. And the fact that both directors would let Aquaman throw a big glass bottle literally into the ocean or onto the beach with no care in the world. And I thought that was funny as fuck. But then so many people are heated about the question of would Aquaman really do that? So they're saying, well, like, is this established in the comics and the cartoons? Or I think is in the comic books, like, it's pretty known that Arthur is like, I mean, obviously don't pollute the ocean. You know what I mean? Like cut, cut, cut your, your six pack rings. You know what I mean? I hope the same people had a problem with uh, uh, no, it, Jonathan Kent. Telling Superman that if he has to kill somebody or let them it wasn't die, the, this wasn't a cancel okay. culture thing. It wasn't I, a cancel culture thing. It was more of a like more of a uh, hilarious observation of like would Aquaman literally literal like that? Well, same literally thing though with with Superman. Thing. I mean, he wouldn't necessarily kill somebody. So that's what I'm I saying. Think like, he killed Zod though. I mean, just throwing up. I mean, you know what I mean. I think he killed Zod. He hasn't. Ever. He totally kills Zod in Superman two. 
from way back in the day too mm. yeah he fucking depowers him and then he throws him into that abyss ice hole in the fortress of uh solitude right. yeah maybe, i mean maybe i'll give you that i don't um, know what aquaman litter is basically it's more of a funny thing i don't think he would and i made note of that myself i think you can kind of you know if you want to fan theory this a little bit uh you can say that he didn't smash it he just threw it on the, in the water so maybe someone could put like a little message in there or something message <laughs> in a bottle no, or he, maybe smashed, he smashed it dude as he was no there was no sound effect of it <clears throat> well my thing too is that glass is ultimately sand and he's so strong maybe he threw it down and just turned back into sand well he could use the water to push all the glass out onto the beach <laughs> right oh so, that's true. Aquaman should that's use his true. powers could just throw it back on shore the... with the water yeah, yeah, to get trash push, out of the ocean. He should push the Pacific garbage patch out of the ocean into the, on the land. Absolutely. Yeah. And then we'll just throw it into space, like in Futurama. And <laughs> we'll, we'll all be dead by the time it comes back as a garbage that, asteroid. Oh, my God. That's one of my favorite episodes ever. <laughs> oh, my God. That is one of the most, like, human observational, like, this is us. And we don't even get it. We just laugh at it. We're like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, right. I like at the <laughs> oh, end of that episode. So too, when Leela is like, isn't the garbage asteroid just going to come back in a thousand, like come back someday? Fry's like, well, who cares? That'll be in a thousand years. Right. And that's how long he was frozen. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Um, I don't know. I guess you could make the argument that Arthur Curry at this point in this movie is still very much Angry. at odds with his Atlantean heritage. Yes. Yeah, because he well, doesn't that, become that was my king on Twitter when it really came down to like ultimate nerdism is like he is he really Aquaman at that point? No, he's holding on to his human side more than anything, and we like the letter. So it's just like eh, I I right. wasn't shaming him. I wasn't yeah at all. I was just like, no, nah, I don't really think he's Aquaman at that point. No, I noticed it. I made a note of it. But yeah, I mean, he was angry, and um, it, it probably makes sense. Although he was drinking whiskey, right? Wouldn't they be drinking vodka? I, I feel like that would be more the the thing for that part of. I don't know. When he saved that guy from the boat, it's like whiskey. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, it's the cheapest to make, I believe, of all the liquor. I just actually read that. With vodka? Maybe. I thought I read, we can get on this later, but it's going to be a, uh, um, I, I thought I read something. Oh, that's why it was so cheap in the Old West. Because it was literally, it was cheaper to make than beer, than um, a lot of other spirits, was whiskey. Hmm. And that's why in cowboy movies, they're like, you throw a nickel on the bar and get a whole bottle of whiskey. Oh, yeah. Well, I paid $11 for bottles of Jim Beam that I sold at the bar. Nice. $4 a shot. Yeah, the bar. That's where we were born. That's like, El Torito is like our Superman ship from the Zack Snyder thing. (laughs) We all have a little... If we were to walk in, little suits would open up, little booths. <laughs> we, we could just choose, like, oh, that would be insane. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, so anyways, the Snyder Cut, where are we going? Yes. What are your guys' next, like, what's the next change? The Wonder Woman, where she saves all the hostages from the terrorists, are oh, yeah. completely different. And she kills someone. So fucking badass. Yeah, she kills the fuck out of that guy with her gauntlet. Yes. Um, and somehow, <laughs> after a explosion that disintegrates an entire man and an entire floor of a building his fucking hat survived to fall down onto the cop's feet i thought that was pretty funny but yeah she's you know she gets in she gets the intel from that one guy using the lasso but Mm. then her saving those hostages is i believe is at least reshot or it's different but I can't remember in the Joss Whedon Justice League, does she jump through the, I think she just fucking jumps out of the roof and then they, you know, they cut away or whatever. I don't think they actually show her jumping through the roof and then hucking it into the sky. I, I think the huck was there because I remember, I, I remembered seeing that prior, but I, I could definitely be wrong. It's been a while since I've seen the, the movie, the original. I'm telling you, the list of the differences will blow your mind. I, I thought it was like, you know, it, Excuse me. As we were like following what was coming, you'd, we, we'd read, oh, there's going to be 14 minutes of additional footage or changes. And I thought we were just going to see the same movie with a couple scenes at it. You know what I mean? And then it was like, well, this is going to be 
three hours and then it's going to be four hours and there's going to be reshoots with the actors coming back. I, I fucking blew my mind, man, what they could do. Um, I just like, I mean, I know movies have, when you were a kid, when you get a DVD and you look for that bonus footage or what is it, you know, extra scenes. Yeah. That was the shit, man. But just to know that how, I mean, obviously we know that it's there, but they could take any movie that we really love and go back and dig through some cans and fucking add an hour or two onto it to really change the movie and make it something you've never seen before. is really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I really liked how Diana is like super speed and just, blocking all those bullets and pushing people out of the way and it's a it's a great scene that they added with and then they had the the little girl be like can i, I want to be like you when i grow up diana's like you can be whatever you want to be good little message you know yeah i i like that scene i, I thought that was really badass and, and I'm, i have no problem with her killing dudes like that's that comes with the territory, I'd say. Yeah, I mean it's I mean it's one thing that Batman kills when he doesn't kill in the comics, but correct. Zack but, Snyder's Batman's just out there fucking having a kill count in the hundreds. <laughs> well, even Superman um, killed, so. Oh yeah. Everybody kills. Um, we mentioned this a little earlier Steppenwolf completely different different yes. uh he's got a backstory he's not just some fucking mindless hench that just shows up for no fucking reason you get to see that he's trying to get back he's trying to get back in the, get good, back graces. In the good graces of dark side hell yeah this world will fall yeah right. and, uh, oh, and they want us to look, think like Desaad is going to be one of the big right. who's Desaad? i well, that's, that's the guy of, that he always talks to in the hologram but i'm not familiar with that character he's a dark well, side uh right hand man kind of thing Right. It was almost kind of trying to mirror Thanos and then the guy who um, got his neck snapped, um, Thanos' right-hand man. Well, there's, yeah, there's, there's two, there's two like main people, I believe that report or a writer right under Thanos, like Granny Goodness and this, and I thought the sod, maybe there's a third, I guess. Well, no, I'm saying in the Marvel movies, Thanos had that guy and then um, oh, yeah. I can't remember his name from Guardians went up and just snapped his neck. Ronan? Ronan just snapped his neck and that was so that none of that like you said Matt that henchman answering to the henchman didn't exist mm-hmm. uh in the Justice League original cut and then Xfinity War and Endgame came out and you and then it was kind of like okay bam and it was I like that in the comic books originally as well I mean obviously Darkseid and Thanos are kind of mirrored off each other right I mean oh yeah he was Darkseid's um master torturer like the marquis like the marquis decide yeah he reminded me of that guy in flat the flash gordon movie from the 80s that looked kind of like dr doom do you guys remember that uh yeah he was the like uh the vizier for ming the merciless ming the merciless he had the gold kind of dr doom mask and he was yeah. the torturer yeah oh, that's what it totally reminded me of dude yeah, what was that guy's name? I love that. Oh, movie. he had a great voice. Whoever did the voice for that guy too was one of the best. Not, I think I remember the actor. It was somebody big time, but the voice acting was so great. That character blew my mind as a kid. Yeah, what was was it Prince? No, it wasn't Prince. Because Barry. he was always in Ming's ear, like, do the right. I I know how we should do this, and Ming just would go off his pleasures and his carnal like lust. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this guy was like, no, like we should do it this way. But he, they made him look so much like Doctor Doom, which made me upset as a kid. We've always loved Doctor Doom, and I was like, "He's not Doctor Doom's not a henchman. He's not a sidekick. He's the like the guy. He's the big yeah. He's the the mastermind. He is the he is one of the best villains they have in that universe. And I hope they bring him. Who Doctor Doom? Doom. Oh God, he's going to be a huge part of the MCU, I think, going forward. And I don't want to get off the topic on yeah. Let's uh, go back Snyder to Cut. yeah. Let's so does Steppenwolf always have those Hulk jumping powers? He seems to have I, every power. That's what I, was kind of seems upset. to be because those Amazons fucked them up. That scene where they try to drown the the chamber where they were keeping the mother box when Steppenwolf tries to get the Amazon's mother box there. Man, my first thought was just like, oh fuck, those poor women who just got slowly crushed by that door. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the worst fucking way to go out. Damn it, the uh, Themyscarian fight scene was great too. That was oh, yeah. different. They were. That was different. It was better. I bet the yes. whole time, though, I kept just thinking like they were probably just like, ah, I wish we had that mystical armor that Diana destroyed in 1984. <laughs> I could 
could really help right about now. Really could have helped right now, yeah. But yeah, that that was different. Okay, uh, there's a lot of blood. So someone who hasn't seen someone who hasn't seen Wonder Woman eighty four. So that came into your your like your mind like while you're watching this like as a plot point because I love canon. I love every little. I'm obsessed with shit like that. So that Wonder Woman came. No, I haven't seen it yet because it came up on Disney Plus after I turned off my subscription. But I turned it back on to watch Snyder Cut, and they'd taken it away. Um, so it's only available in the theaters right now. Well, let's but, just say this. Wonder Woman 84 is good. But it can I be I don't better. care about spoilers, but I just want to know that I really like the idea that Wonder Woman 84 comes up in your mind. In Wonder Woman 84, they show a historic battle between the Amazon army and the armies of man. And there was one legendary warrior that was... Uh, use this legendary like golden eagle armor. You've probably seen Diana wearing it in the trailer for Wonder Woman 1984. But um, yeah, so uh, kind of a central plot point to Wonder Woman 84 is that there's this wishing stone and Cheetah uh, played by uh, what's her name? Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Yep. Kristen Wiig. Uh, she wishes to be more like Diana. And as uh, she becomes more powerful. Diana's wish was to reunite with Steve Trevor, but it's kind of like a monkey's paw type thing. So every person's wish kind of has a price, uh, like a price. Yeah. The, so Diana's wish to have Steve Trevor back comes at the cost of her superhuman strength. And Cheetah's superhuman strength gain comes at the cost of her humanity. But there's a, so to in order since Diana is kind of losing her powers, she uses the legendary armor that was used by this this heroic legendary figure in the Amazon mythos, and um, it's central to like the final battle kind of thing. There was uh, yeah, Asteria. Asteria is the legendary Amazon warrior who possessed the winged suit of armor. Yeah. And it's like, it kicks ass. It's like, gives it amplifies your strength and it helps you, you know, it can help. So I was just thinking as Steppenwolf was mowing through those armies, I was like, oh, fuck, they could really use that golden eagle, the golden eagle armor right now. Man, she almost sounds like if you have it on, you're one of the Valkyrie. You're almost yeah, pretty like much. Yeah, it looks pretty like much. it. Yeah. I can't um, wait to see it. That's the thing. I was I was kind of like meh on seeing it. I really wanted to see it because I mean I'm not gonna lie, Gal Gadot. I'm not, I don't want to say her name wrong. I, if I said it wrong, I apologize. Uh, I think she does a great fucking job as Wonder Woman, and uh, she is, is the person I felt like I was hiding behind as I was going through Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. Like I'm gonna follow Wonder Woman. I trust her, and just like whatever happens i so she was kind of my guide like i kind of looked at that when you're looking at these like all encompassing superhero movies uh someone to guide you through and she was the person i was definitely behind was gal good yeah. i was just like wonder woman i just trust her whatever she says is correct most people trust Bas- batman you know what i mean but to me it was like no wonder woman is who i like think judgmentally is like in charge of what's going on right now she'll kill yeah she'll kill somebody without any second well, thoughts about it she knows the ultimate long game. Like exactly. none of these people. Like I mean, I mean, yes, yeah, Superman's from another planet, but he's. I mean, how old is he? The actual age, right? He's not like a hundred and something years old, right? He's his actual age. I don't know. Yes, I, I would think he is that age. Natural human age. Yeah, not you like kind of be able to calculate for time dilation because depending on how fast you're moving against a a planet and a star okay yeah but not experience time like he hasn't lived 105 years or a thousand years or as far as like his memories and um so even as badass as batman is and um aquaman is actually i mean we we see his birth time on screen he's a normal aged man um she's like a god she's really the only god as far as like longevity wise i mean, I mean there it's are possible they, he ages slower maybe like 70 percent well they're they're going to be god superman and aquaman and you know what i mean but as far <sighs> as like like 
she's like an old like 45 year old vet she's like tom brady and they're all just like these young draft picks you know what i mean and she's just like i've won six or seven super bowls you guys you know if you knew about that but uh i gotta go soon um do atlanteans age normally say that again do atlanteans age normally why wouldn't if you're saying normally like because that was i loved about not loved but they drew this line between humans, yes. Atlanteans, and uh, what were the other ones? The Amazonians. Uh, the Amazonians. So no, there's no way. There's no way we live or they live as long as either one of them. Well, I wouldn't think. Mara says that she knew his mom. So how much older is she than he? Or I guess the mom... She wasn't dead. She just left. Yeah, she left. She left uh, Arthur in that lighthouse with Boba Fett and then went back to Atlanta. Uh, okay. Adla- not Atlanta. <laughs> Atlantis. She went back to Atlanta. Um, That'd be funny, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, how about that battle with Darkseid? Well, like, well, then a new scene. Speaking of, of Jeff, you kind of like say that your Wonder Woman kind of guides us through this, the Snyder cut as like the main character. Um, when she goes to investigate the, where they shoot the arrow of Artemis, I believe they said it was, but they shoot the arrow and it, it ignites the flame and only Diana knows what's going on. So she goes to investigate, takes the arrow, yeah. goes into the temple right. underneath the, the temple of the Amazons and learns yeah. about dark side. He goes full Nicholas Cage, national declaration of independence. uh but that that was cool i i liked how they showed the battle what they had what was that zeus he was just throwing it up fucking throwing lightning everywhere it was actually Um, i wasn't zeus but i looked it up and i don't remember the the names right now there were two different gods the the guy throwing the lightning bolts was the son of a god that was in a like kind of in the background a little bit oh so it might have been zeus and then that was zeus's son i'm not great on the god lineage but i thought diana said i thought diana said that it was zeus and aries which is aries is the main bad guy what aries is her dad i thought zeus was her dad aries was the bad yeah no Ares would be her brother. No, in the um, Ares is the dude in the first the Wonder Woman. In the first Wonder Woman movie, isn't isn't he the dad? And that he is in like the cartoons or the comics that I that I watched or read. Mm. Yeah, I mean, let me, I'm pretty sure the God of but War. Yeah, that's good dope. And I and Zack Snyder directed 300. We've talked about this, correct? Yes. Right. And I've never seen those movies, but I totally got a sense of that in that scene. When that that battle scene with all of, you know, Earth's humanity and gods and everyone teaming up against Darkseid. I was like, oh, God, this has got to be what 300 feels like. And so there we go. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, Looks like. Uh, Diana is in Wonder Woman, at least the movie universe. She's the daughter of Queen Hippolyta and Zeus, mm. and then given to the Amazons to raise. Um, and then Ares is the bad guy in Wonder Woman One. Yes, played Was, by David um, David Thewlis, if I'm not mistaken. Can I ask this? You guys remember? And Mitch, I know you're a big kind of uh, fan and remember of dialogue. I don't remember Steppenwolf being so kind of afraid of Diana when I watched Justice League. In this movie, every time he faces her, he's like, ah, shit. You're like the daughter of all of them. You're more power. You know, he just seems very like, ah, he I don't said you're you. the, he said you have the old gods. In you. Yeah. He says it so many times. Like, Oh, not only, yeah. You have the old gods in you. You're, you, you have more spirit than some of, you know, just like I kill all your family, but you're way stronger than any of them. They just keep seeming to like set it up through stuff. And well, I don't know. She's like two of those factions from the beginning. She's a member of the gods and, and a member of, the Amazonians, all in one. So yeah, he's he's a little afraid. Mm. It's a twofer. What did uh, Steppenwolf say when he was talking to Desaad? He was like, "There's no protectors. There's no lanterns. There's no Kryptonians." That's right. And that's the reason why Darkseid's like, "Well, we're gonna take Earth, or Steppenwolf rather is gonna take it for Darkseid." 
I thought it was funny that Darkseid didn't remember that it was Earth. Didn't did you guys think that was? Oh, sorry, my dog got Callie. What, you, I don't know. You think it was? I don't think I'm he, that far along because I've seen Darkseid take a fucking axe to the shoulder. Yeah, he did. Yeah, there's a point where he they don't remember. I'm, I'm sorry, I gotta get. I'll just say it. It's not a huge plot point, but he doesn't remember taking that axe to the shoulder and losing. So he loses that battle. Mitch watched it. Matt mm-hmm. has already seen it. Uh, they lose that battle and they leave, but he doesn't remember that it's Earth where that happened. Huh. That's the part they got it where at the end you're like, wait a minute, what? And I think that was a little cheap. So um, that plot point hit me in the face like a like great assault. Like so, there's no like impetus. There's no like I'm gonna get back at you know ah um it's like oh fuck that's that planet it's like oh no shit well i guess we're gonna do it again then um and i i'm totally not putting it in the right context i'm not spoiling it for you guys you're still gonna be like what the fuck Um, so he was like he was like uh that song from smash mouth walking on the sun like i'm gonna do it again yeah it just there was this feels this and you may not even notice it i don't even know if it was just my brain that noticed it there's this moment where it's just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. He, we've done, he's been here. We've done this before. Like, why is this a situation again? Like, why is this like not expected? You know what I mean? Um, and that's the part that really got me. It's like, uh, and I mean, God, I mean, God damn, that dude sat in a room with this movie and his editors and his people over and over watching every single thing. And I think it's so funny when we bring moments like these up in any movie. <laughs> it's just like. Where is that one person in the room not saying? I don't know. I'm uh, so th- I'm pretty much the last thing I saw is when he when Steppenwolf gets the Atlantean mother box. Yeah. Um, I it still cracks me up that fucking the Amazons have this like temple shrine where everyone's guarding it with bows and arrows and it can sink into the ocean, and the Atlanteans have it on its big pedestal under the ocean and it's in like a tomb or like a, a and then the fucking the mother box of man is just they fucking bury it in the dirt <laughs> i thought that was hysterical it's like at least drop yeah. it that made me laugh so hard and it also made me feel like it was a direct comment on like man just like being stupid <laughs> how we are just yeah dude being so fucking stupid and it wasn't even like you'd bury a body deeper than you buried the goddamn mother box you know what yeah. i mean like it was just like we'll put it by this tree two feet off the path with a flag and it's gonna be i know you bury a bone deeper than they buried the mother box <laughs> <laughs> she just literally was just yeah that was dumb i watched yeah. it with him it was awful i like where they they put the breakpoints in to put the Part, you know the title screens for the you know part three part four um part one where is is you know they're talking about they have to sh- shoot the arrow of artemis to warn you know it'll reach the the land of man no but like they don't know what the fuck the fire of artemis and the temple of amazons will mean and hippolyta is just like she will and then it just like ends and it's like oh that's a fucking perfect if this was a netflix miniseries or whatever that'd be perfect to end it right there because I was yeah. like, dude, I got to watch more of this, but it's 4 fucking a.m. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's as, that's about as far as I've gotten. Uh, I'm really enjoying watching it in spurts. Uh, it, uh, that Green Lantern, that Green Lantern's dead. Do we know who that Green Lantern was? Uh, that yeah. looks similar to any character that's been in the DC lore previously, Matt? I, I Are you talking know. about the one in the nightmare sequence or the one in the oh i haven't even made it that far yet i'm talking about the one i'm talking about the one that gets killed in the the battle the first battle the first battle in the amazon man and i think i think that's the same one that was in the the original one and it was one of the earliest uh green lanterns ever like seen in dc comics so like there is a connection to that one um so i'm sorry i brought up the end but you'll see another oh, one it's at all the good. End. yeah it's all good um yeah the uh i i can't remember i didn't know if that was like a known character if it was something created specifically for this movie but i like yeah. the little detail that they were killed and the ring just fucks off into space it takes off yeah yeah sweet. find he, its he next tries to grab it yeah so, almost yeah. like a stone i thought that was funny too like he tried to grab it like a, a stone and it was like nope sorry sucker not See, that yeah, yeah. Yeah, what is, um, what is it our is sector a, it 25? It is a historic lantern, but it was like one of the second ones ever after Hal Jordan was first introduced in 1950 fucking whatever. Green Lantern. Also, I like uh, I like Jeremy Irons as Alfred. 
He's I like an Alfred that always is fucking snarky and, and talks is really sassy to Bruce Wayne. I agree. Yeah, dude, bring a two hundred year old Scotch and just fucking. I like how he was he was fretting over the tea when Diana was making tea, and oh, he was just it. trying to do it because that's his station. He's like, no, like he's like, put put the water first. You don't want to scorch the tea. Uh, well, that was just like a commentary <laughs> on British people and tea in general, man. Because no, there's just, also just a very specific way you make tea. I mean, cre- cream. From you know the sixties rock band, there Clapton wrote a song about how to make tea, and it was it's so ridiculous. But that song is yeah. called Cocaine, right? No, not that one. There's a whole different <laughs> one, man. But yes, uh, but I love that he was so his hands were literally shaking. Like, please don't do this. Yeah, yeah. But he built that. He built the gauntlet. We were talking about the gauntlet. I could redistribute. Oh yeah, the power. Uh, I thought that was funny when Diana was like, "Oh, so it's a gauntlet that absorbs energy and redirects it." Why don't you make him a lasso too and make sure it's black? Oh, there you go. I, I didn't she's pick like, up on you that. You're stealing yeah, dude, my that, shit, bro. Yeah, that cracked me the hell up. And her just little, she just gave a little, little look over the shoulder. Oh, like, because great job. Alfred said, he goes, uh, oh, Master Bruce had the idea. And he must have got it from seeing Diana's gauntlets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Cause he, cause Bruce watched Diana fuck up Doomsday in BVS with their her gauntlets. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. I like it. Um, I still don't understand why Batman's so tethered to the idea that he made this promise to this fucking Kryptonian that he knew for maybe like a week and wanted to kill for most of that week. <laughs> I made a promise to him, Alfred. If you I can't kind of have a theory. Charging bull. Don't I think um, as a lot of us do, we redirect our anger towards something else. And I think Bruce ultimately was going to be shown that he could not do this to the Joker. So he went at Superman. Um, and ultimately, from what I've read, the outcome was going to be that in the trilogy that Zack Snyder was making uh at the end, Superman was going to fight Darkseid, and he gives Lois to Bruce to protect, and Bruce can't do it, and she died, and he <gasps> blames Bruce, oh. and yeah, and so it all comes around to this whole like ah, thing, man. It, there's a I shared an article earlier again, and it explains the whole. Tri- and Zack Snyder, it's literally Zack Snyder laying out the whole trilogy he had planned on paper for everyone to read he's like oh we were gonna do this we were gonna do this and he's like i don't think we're ever gonna do it never say never but this is my idea and um that's what joker is talking about at the ah, fuck, i can't say anything uh, you guys uh, know yeah joker. we're we're gonna definitely have to get into the second half of this yeah yeah on the next sorry, episode sorry, sorry. but so just chill i mean to the next episode yes to, to this, the next I will. episode I will. Um, but fuck, what was I gonna say? Something about Joker, something about what were you just talking about? Yeah, his theory that Batman let Lois die and he felt bad. Um, mm. wasn't there also a thing that said that Superman's future son was gonna grow up to be Batman and that's what Zack Snyder wanted yes. it to be? Yes, that's part of the thing too. And Zack Snyder's saying is that they even showed the scene and god, I don't know what to talk about. I can't remember what. There's six parts. I don't remember if you guys see or not, but Lois finally gets out of bed and is like, I'm going to go back to work. And she buys that cop coffee. Yes. And before she does that, though, she closes her drawer and yeah. she has a positive pregnancy test oh, I don't in know her drawer. I so she's pregnant with little Sue oh, Jr. Little baby Sue. Yeah. Little We've already baby. seen the. Uh, in the uh, DC universe. Dang. Well, I mean, I'm excited to watch the rest of it. Uh, we got a lot of things popping in our geek world. Not only do we have Snyder Cut, but we also had the Falcon and the Winter Soldier debuted. You guys watch that? Top rated debut. I thought we talked about it. Already. Hold on, hold on. Go ahead. No, Go we. I, uh, last week, the last episode was still pre. I think it was a couple days before Falcon and the Winter Soldier debuted. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, you I mean, well, I don't it. want to get into it. I want to do spoilers. I absolutely I want to, but I, I just I haven't gotten around. I'll give a kind okay, of spoiler-free, well, you know, synopsis. By um, all means, you could talk about it. It's okay. It Can we so talk about it a little bit? Absolutely. Go ahead. So, Jeff, is this lot. more what you were looking for in your Marvel TV? Uh, what I was going to say is I loved WandaVision. And right. it, was a, it was nice to be back. Like, oh, we're back. Like, oh, God. 
you know, we're breathing Marvel air again. Um, and WandaVision was fun. I'll give it a 7.5 out of 10. We can get into like rankings later, but this feels like getting <laughs> back into the storyline. Like what happens post um, Infinity War, then Endgame or Endgame Infinity War. I get a little yeah. confused, um, but just like we're back into the storyline. Like, yeah, shit doesn't are... just go back to normal after it's half the population is decimated and then comes yeah. back. Yeah, man, and WandaVision was just this, like, just this, like, literally in a vacuum. It was in a vacuum, and a this pocket is the universe, again. if you will. However, I do want to say that one of the things I loved most about WandaVision was the one episode where uh, Rambo open uh, wakes up, and when everybody blips back, like a snapshot of that day in the hospital was awesome. It was nuts. Well, yeah, and that's what this that's what this show kind of get you back into and and that i've felt that moment since i we left the movie theater together since we saw that movie together like the second it's just been this like wow man what are these people going through and that's what falcon and the winter soldier did for me is it got you back into that space of like the the really the 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 timeline of marvel cinematic but the grounded timeline of characters i really like people with no powers but yet you have a little bit of tech ability. Um, man, I, I really loved it. I thought it was stylistically it was cool. Uh, I love the advancement of the characters. I love the tension at the very end. I'm not going to get into spoilers, but uh, the end, I literally fucking jumped from my remote to be like, wait, it's not over. You know, it can't be over. You know, and I was right. like, oh God, this is a weekly thing. I just got to deal with this for how many weeks we got? You guys how many know? Six. Oh, so not that many. Oh God. Only there's six, six but they're, they're longer. They're more like an hour per episode. Um, which and, and I get yeah, what they were trying that. to do with you know they were trying to keep the, at least the first few episodes of WandaVision as kind of like sitcom length, twenty two minutes and whatnot. But uh, I think these are all going to be about forty five minutes to an hour per episode. Um, okay. Great action sequence at the beginning, by the way. They, they did not waste any time. Just Unbelievable! Right back into it, having Falcon just be Falcon, dude. That that was the first thing. I, I don't think I actually typed it to you guys. I was like. He's free. I was like, that's Falcon. Dude could just like spin, shoot missiles. Fucking, he's got the, what's his little sidekick called? Uh, Red Wing. Red Wing. Go do this. Fucking bam, machine gun. <laughs> just like absolutely just, I was like, that's Falcon. That is Falcon. He feels like Avengers, the cartoon Falcon. Just like. So I, I don't fully know, but is the premise. Um, no, that they want the shield, but the government's like, no, the shield belongs to us, and we want to give it to this guy who's the son of Kurt Russell. Uh, Mitch, or do you want to answer? Or do you want me to? Uh, I can, uh, or if you want to go, please, please do go on. I'll just say something quick. It's 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 Sam just gives it up. He voluntarily is like Captain America is this. He is one person. He's an individual. I'm going to give you the shield, government. Let's put it aside. Make it a like a holy grail they put in the put smithsonian yeah and just like same let's, smithsonian where yeah, diana there works one cap is basically what i'm trying to say and i think that's the premise and then what comes next is the going to be the you know following point and then ultimately what's the reward you know what i mean yeah so the battle for the shield as it were yeah basically so- Sam just doesn't want to take up the mantle. And I guess if you want to get really uh, intricate, you could already say that Chris Evans has already had a cameo because of that audio plays of at the end of Endgame when he's like, you know, he gives the shield to Sam and, and he goes, how's it feel? And Sam goes, like, it's someone else's. And then uh, old old Cap goes, it isn't. So they play that audio and then... Yeah, it's totally Sam Shield. Yeah. So Sam, uh, Sam obviously decides that he doesn't want to do it. He gives the, it, they put the shield in the Smithsonian exhibit. And then who would have saw that the United States government were the, were two time in double crossers and they just bring out this brand new un non never before seen Captain America. It was a big goober in a, in a fucking cosplay suit. Who's Kurt Russell's son. Yeah. Wyatt Russell. Yeah. In real life, yeah. like that's the actor's name. Yeah, yeah. His name is Kurt Russell's son. <laughs> <laughs> that's his code. <laughs> Kurt Russell's son. 
Snake Bliskin's. Um, well, I was just worried it was like Snake Bliskin's son. And I was just like, well, he may yeah. deserve the Captain America mantle. Yeah, he might. I I don't know. I I really like Sam's story. Sam's uh, they 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 bring up the point that so Sam has to kind of he he let, brings us into the know and all the audience that basically the Avengers are unpaid intern. Uh, <laughs> to, Tony Stark gives them tech and housing but they don't get paid to be adventures i mean they, it seems like they could have worked that into the sokovia accords be like all right we'll we'll be government agents and have your our secret identities registered but we got to get some fucking money well that's what they do right in the comics where they register um with the government and then they're they're paid and they're taken care of the superhuman registration right right they have insurance it makes sense all that shit yeah uh, there's a part not to kind of go with too spoiler heavy, but the bank loan that his, that Sam and his sister are trying to get to save their parents, um, shrimping boat. Um, he's like, I want to take a, you're a Falcon. Let me take a selfie with you. And he takes, you know, takes a picture with you, with him. And then he's like, ah, oh, we can't give you the loan. And Sam's like, you fucking kidding me. I'll go fucking, I'll wing your ass up right now. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> The guy wanted uh, to take Bucky, a picture with him and then denied him the loan. Yeah. That's messed yeah. up. Yeah. And then and then you know, Bucky spends, he's you no know, he's kind of just wandering about, uh, kind of doing a my name is Earl and making amends for his past transgressions <laughs> as the winter soldier. That shit is fucked up. That whole thing. Like, yeah. How can you do that? To... And ah man, I'm not gonna I mean the ultimate spot where he kind of finally starts getting back into the world and then the instant he does um one of his names on his book comes up and he has to just like slither back away you know um into his book and just kind of like ah that was a crazy plot point yeah i sebastian stan feels a little off to me as like are they trying to like give uh bucky barnes a little more character do you think like i think so like bucky i don't know it's kind of weird because well his previous character development has been like i i'm a pointy shooty guy i i kill and sometimes i have long hair sometimes i don't and i had a bad metal arm but now i have a good metal arm right and then before that it was like hey we got a couple of days we're going out with you uh let's go you know just like you know you think he's in america you think he's got some kind of Puppet attachment for his arm. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Jeff Dunham just like can secretly control the fucking arm. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got like a big cookie monster they can put on over there. It's amazing because we just spent a whole episode talking about pretty much Justice League, and we didn't even get to uh, a dent of all the changes in the first half of the movie, did we, Mitch? No, I mean, real quick news. Uh, I mean, and we'll obviously have to follow up. I mean, unless you want to binge this together, fair listeners, and listen to the fucking broadcast geeks cut of the entire Justice League uh, episode, you know, listen to it back to back. Um, but I just wanted to do this quick news because it came out earlier today that Black Widow is finally going to be released. It's pushed back again from May to July 9th. It will be premiering in theaters. But it will also be uh, premiering the same day on Disney Plus Premiere Access. Mm-hmm. So you can watch it from the comfort of your home if you want to. On July 9th? July 9th, Black Widow, Scar Joe, finally getting their movie out there. Good for um, her. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it'll finally, you know, I've been wanting to see this fucking movie. So and it's perfect for David. David I mean, everybody's been wanting. We, yeah. I think everybody's wanting, wanting to go to a movie theater and see a Marvel movie for so freaking long. And this was the next one on deck. So yeah. Um, but uh, I guess we'll, we'll, you know, more as it develops. We did definitely just totally uh, for as much shit we talked on the Snyder Cut. For a long time me ex- me especially we sure definitely did just kind of lap it up which is good i want dc to make great movies like so i don't do I. I don't so but now here's a question before we wrap up yes. um so now right after this happened uh justice league comes out people are overall it is a positive reception but warner brothers comes out and said that basically this is the end of this storyline the end of this universe now immediately 
immediately after that happened, after this was uh, released, now released the air cut for uh, David Ayer's full cut of Suicide Squad is trending on Twitter. And it gets to this point now where we've, the the fandom, uh, the fanaticism has allowed not only the Zack Snyder versus fans to bring the Snyder cut into creation, but now here's their real test of power. Uh, Are they going to somehow bully warner brothers into continuing this universe like how how big a write-in campaign can it be got you know from here on out well i'll just say this i don't think it's a they've done as much bullying as they they can i think but i think it's really about the actors and the you know warner brothers coming together and sitting down and be like who still wants to do this who will take this amount of money to still do this will you guys would you guys do you i mean like how many years have gone by for some of these actors they were kind of like ben, ben affleck is not young anymore you know what i mean i uh, think they should, just, do it? they should just re uh reset and maybe keep some of the same actors and then we'll just get used to it um, well they're opening up the the omniverse or multiverse howard i don't right. know who owns the you know the legalities to what term um uh, so thinking i mean if michael douglas douglas or not michael douglas but uh who's coming back as batman jesus christ michael keaton. he doesn't michael it's keaton. not confirmed sorry, michael keaton sorry i got your name wrong uh it was the guardians of the galaxy thing um but he, if he's fun. coming back then they can all come back at some point. fun fact michael keaton's real name is michael douglas he goes by michael keaton because michael douglas was already in hollywood by the time Keaton was coming up and getting Are you serious? Yeah, man. Michael Keaton's Keaton's his middle name and his real name is Michael Keaton Douglas. I, I don't know if I knew that. That's interesting. Yeah, that's well, why uh just uh, broke up in the multiverse right here on <laughs> you know, the broadcast. Like we do though. It's kind of like what we do. You, know, you just connected DC and Water Walls. Yeah. Because Michael yep. Douglas is. I, I want to say one thing. I don't mind. Um, I'm a big uh, Ridley Scott fan. It's, uh, in particular, we haven't talked about Alien Universe, which there's some stuff coming down the pipeline from <laughs> from Disney now, who owns Alien and Predator. Nice. Um, They'll be coming down the pipeline. Of that and Blade Runner. And Ridley Scott is unabashedly like, I don't care. I will go recut my own movies like five times and re-release them. He's been doing it for a long time. And I, sorry, my dog is probably eating food. I don't know if you can hear that behind me, but uh, he's been doing it for a long time. And I've enjoyed every single time Ridley Scott has reissued Blade Runner or, you know, Alien or allowed someone else to you know kind of change the universe a little bit so i myself do not care about a director going back and making it the director's cut or a re-release if everyone is to do that for suicide squad or suicide squad um let him do it man i mean i know someone they don't want to pay for it but if the fans want to make it happen it's going to happen no screw that there doesn't need to be a cut for everything i thought Suicide Squad was fine. I I don't know. I I think, and I was thinking about this right before we end, that I I like Justice League, and I wonder if, you know, regardless if it's a good movie or not, it's still, it's built on shit. And I, I didn't like the other movies enough for me to just be okay with this movie. So is this movie good or is it just better? Because so you're saying the other stuff we've had has been shit. You don't like apology movies. You don't want an apology movie. Like we fucked this up. We put ten million dollars. I don't know how much money. Just, I'm just being hypothetical. They should just move on. Seventy million. Just move on. Yeah. Create a create a new Earth with the same heroes and add different characters. I don't know. I it, I I yes. You know what? I'll just leave it as. I'm enjoying this movie and I'm looking forward to see the ending and I hope it, it stays as good as it's been. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, unless there's any more business uh, for this week, I have spoken (laughs) Jeff, any other, uh, you got your super soldier serum? Nah, I did. I got a one shot. (laughs) I did get my super soldier serum today. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I did. So yeah. Oh yeah. One step closer to normality. All right. Well, we uh, want you, Mitch. Everybody at the comedy for talks about y'all. It's like, you're our little, like, you gotta get Mitch here. We're in your... You're like Santa. We're all your little elves. We're going to figure out how to get you (laughs) back at your... Mitch is home. You gotta, you gotta, we need presents. 
Mitch. You got to come, <laughs> kind of come crack. Uh, well, I'll have to knock all this rust off because I've just been podcasting. I haven't been doing any stand-up related brain activity for a year. I've just been podcasting and watching TV for a year. So, well, that's the episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Ooh, uh, I like that. that. That's Casey Kasem with another seventies top ten hit. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for this dive. That's uh, we'll see you all again next week. In the meantime, if you want to drop us a line, give us an email at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. You can like us on Twitter at broadcastgeek or on Instagram, broadcast underscore geeks. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on Podbean, Apple Podcast, or now we are on Spotify. We don't have good numbers. I keep checking it, and I don't know if we need to pay for a Spotify account to have it viewable but we have zero listens zero followers and zero plays but hopefully that's going to shoot right through the roof uh sooner rather than later and um yeah other than that we'll see you all next week and until next time we say for dark side